All right. So your prompt this week, CJ, is uh, uncomfortable seats. That's that's two <laughs> words. Wow, I'm bad at this, huh? Jesus. That's anyway, fine. go with it. Here we go. Three, two, one. They weren't uncomfortable. We were at a, a Hawks game recently, and we got our tickets upgraded to this new like Ooh. FanDuel suite. And those were the comfiest seats I've ever sat on in any sporting or movie theater event. Whoa, that's awesome. Yeah, they were fantastic. Nice leather, cushiony, brand new. Hold on, we'll circle back to this in a second. Hey, welcome to the Overtalking Podcast with your hosts, Ken and CJ. Say hi, CJ. Yeah, so you notice the spooky music's still playing. We're we're kind of like doing a wrap up episode of of October because yeah. a lot of stuff happened, and it's maybe actually been a little bit since we've recorded some of these October episodes. So it'd be good to kind of sync back up because uh, you know, we've been doing a lot of stuff. For instance, that Hawks game upgrade. So the the FanDuel suite. Yeah. Is that is it like an actual suite like like a box up top or it's it's not the it, it's more on it's like right above the first the 100 level it's not the oh, super sweet. high up but That's it's it's a brand new like you you anybody can walk into the FanDuel like bar and it feels like you've walked into Vegas because there's just an overwhelming amount of TVs everywhere like they've <laughs> created a a like cylinder of TVs this like box. And then you can go up the stairs and still see all these TVs. And there's a second bar. And then up there, you go through this like unmarked door. And that leads you out onto the actual like seats where you watch the game. Cool. Yeah. Damn, and then we had like awesome. a, a, our own personal like server. So they like come by and hand you a FanDuel menu. So it's like food just for Ooh. these seats. I got the fanciest hot dog I've ever had in my life. <laughs> this like Wagyu hot dog with all these like toppings. It was amazing. Uh, Damn, how much fries. was that? Uh, it was expensive. <laughs> but <laughs> right. I, I went in with the mindset of like, I don't know, I'm probably never going to get these seats again. So I'm going to go mm-hmm. all out and get myself like a fancy meal. And I got like, two old fashions uh, that were fantastic, very tasty. Nice. Uh, and it was a fantastic game. <laughs> yeah. Cool. That sounds awesome, man. Yeah. That's really cool. You, you kind of won that. Damn. And the Hawks won, uh, I think it was five to four. Very exciting game. Nice. Yeah. Wow. High scoring game. Yeah. Jeez. Super fun. Cool. And also Ken. Yes. Happy birthday. Oh, thank you. Yes, we're recording on my actual birthday. Yeah, uh, is, is, this is how you wanted to spend it, right? This is exactly <laughs> what I wanted to be doing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, this is this is fun. I'm gonna I get to talk about Mugs Box of Horrors in a little bit, which was a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, and we're, we're still talking about horror stuff for a little bit, so you know, that's pretty pretty good. Yeah, pretty exciting. And I think uh, our smart listeners will put together your prompt is directly associated with the music box, correct? <laughs> the uncomfortable seats. Oh, yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, we'll definitely get to that a little bit because I uh, like pretty much injured myself this year. Jeez. <laughs> sitting in those fucking seats. Uh, but um, before we get to the music box stuff, uh, we are going to uh, – you probably heard the, the prompts. Uh, all month of October, we were asking our guests what the first horror movie that scared them was. And we asked you all several times – what the first horror movie that scared you was. And wow, the, the overwhelming uh, outpouring of responses was, was pretty hard to keep up with. So we yeah. just chose one. Yeah, we were we like, just, these are too many. We got to just pick one. 
Yeah. One representation of all of the hundreds of voicemails we got. Right. And and rather than putting anyone who maybe hasn't been on the podcast on the spot, we figure we pick someone who maybe is like intimately familiar and helps with the podcast even uh, mm-hmm. to to maybe be a sample for for the you know literally at least one of of <laughs> the many that we got. So CJ, why don't you hit that uh, play button? There you go. Hey, over-talking boys, this is Justin Peters, uh, composer and friend of the show. I'm just calling in to tell you about uh, the first horror movie that ever scared me, which was Freddy vs. Jason, uh, 2003. Mm -hmm. Um, I went and saw this in the theater with my dad and my stepmom. I was 10 years old, um, and Mm -hmm. it was scary, but also I recall a lot of um, really terrible sex scenes. And I was so uncomfortable being in the theater with uh, my dad and stepmom that uh, I pretended to be scared of the movie and asked them to take me home. And uh, so we left the theater early. And it's like one of the only times oh. I ever left the theater early. So uh, scared by sex, not by murderers. Um, enjoy your Halloween. <laughs> Wow, that that truly is a scary experience. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Oh, Take what a off. move. That's great. <laughs> oh man, I got to get out of here. Uh, I'm too scared. Please take me home. I feel like that's even I feel like it's almost worse cuz you're like calling attention to it almost. I mean, like your parents knew what what was going on, right? <laughs> yeah. I think that's one of those things where you're you're a kid and you're like, "Oh, I'm super smart by doing this. Like this is the yeah, right move." Yeah. And I'm they're being adults being like, "Okay, we see exactly what's happening here." Right. But also like Tent's pretty young to be seeing Freddy yeah. vs. Jason, I think. Yeah. Uh, maybe maybe it was a good thing that you left cuz otherwise you may have probably. had nightmares for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly it turned out fine, but yeah, damn that uh that's that's a lot for a ten year old to kind of wrap their head around, especially with all the the sex scenes. And yeah. I'm sure you had a lot of questions for your family when you got home and uh-huh. <laughs> uh, had deep conversations about it. But you got the birds and the bees talk after that. Everyone's got to learn somehow, and through Freddy vs. Jason, I I, I don't. I, it seems like the best way to me. Uh, now I'm not familiar with this movie. Is this finally that they have sex with each other? <laughs> yeah. Now it's. In true horror fashion, obviously, Freddy has the knife finger, so it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's not as, you know, sweet and, and intimate as normal, but yeah, uh, it, things get bloody, is, is all I'll Oh, say. okay. Anyway, he leaves the uh, glove on. Obviously. That's what people came there for, CJ. Got it. Uh, yeah. All right. I might have to watch this. Now I'm interested. You don't really want to hear about Freddy vs. Jason, do you? No, not really. I didn't think so. <laughs> I've got just you can enough set me of off, a CJ. You can, I'm, I'm ready, ready to talk about it, but I don't think you want that. We'll we'll cover it on the podcast at some point. Where in the franchise did it come out? At least, like how many? Super late. Super okay. late. Like it's the like second or third to lo- second to last movie ever made. Oh, got it. Okay. Yeah, they were trying to make it for a while, but like there's rights issues, right? Because you got two huge franchises. Yeah. And trying to put them together, so uh, they finally got it out and. I don't think it made that much money, so they decided to never do it again. So uh, I well, enjoyed it, though. It wasn't a very good movie in like real terms, but I thought it was fun. So got it. Okay, but we should cover that in the podcast. I think that would be a good time if we have Justin on and he can talk about it maybe next year. Uh, Justin, that's a call out. Yeah, I wonder if he's ever finished seeing it. <laughs> oh yeah, 
Maybe not. Maybe he wouldn't want to watch it because it's too traumatic at this yeah. point. Yeah, too scarring. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Well, yeah, we, we have to do this podcast now. We gotta we gotta ask him all these questions, find out yeah. what's going on. Thank you for the voicemail, cool. well, Justin. Very Thank you, Justin, and, and thank you to everyone else who, who called or wrote So sorry in. we don't have time to get to your Yeah, voicemails. we just don't have time. We do have to get to the music box of horrors part, but uh, That's right. you know, we still we still love you. So all right, let's just get into the music box of horrors then. Let's you survived. Uh, You're alive. I survived, and spoiler alert, I made it the whole time again. Wow. I did it. But not without some scars, uh, in a sense. So we'll we'll get to that in a, in a little bit. But uh, yeah, I got there super early again, uh, earlier than last time. Uh, it is well, okay, I mean, early compared to when it opens. It starts at noon. I got there at nine forty-five. Dang. Uh, to get in line. So popcorn for breakfast. Popcorn for breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I think I had McDonald's or something like shitty, uh, to start out the, the whole thing is, is the best way to do that. Um, but I was sort of like 20th in line at that point. Like there's hardcore Dang. people who to go to this thing and, and they're like, they had like folding chairs and stuff out there. It's, it's wild. Wow. Um, but I was, as I was in line, I was actually talking to a couple of people around me in line and the person behind me was one of the people who originally started the music box of horrors. Whoa! Uh, way back in the day, back when it was called the Music Box Massacre, mm. and so I, w- I was talking to him, and I, there's this whole curiosity I've had about the history of the Music Box Force because there's now currently two big horror movie marathons in Chicago: the Music Box of Horrors and the Massacre, which both split out from what was originally the Music Box Massacre. Mm. And I was curious what happened there, so yeah. I asked him. And I, he probably didn't know I was going to talk about it on a podcast, but, you know, what are you going to do? Anyway, uh, here we go. So he told me that uh, the person who now runs the massacre used to be involved with, you know, the music box at the beginning for however many years that they called it the music box massacre. Uh, but he was uh, doing some shady shit, more or mm. less. He didn't give me any details, but uh, wasn't wasn't the best person to be in business with effectively. Ah. And uh, he, uh, they, they asked him to leave effectively and, uh, but gave him the name and the person behind me, I think, I didn't get his name. I should have, but uh, he's like, which was weird because it, I thought of the name, but uh, you know, whatever. Uh, he doesn't live in Chicago anymore. This person behind me, he moves to, he moved elsewhere in the country, but he came back in town for this specific one, which was kind of cool. Um, but yeah, anyway, after that, uh, the, the person took the name, the massacre and started his own, he doesn't, he's not really with a theater or anything. He just kind of floats around this other marathon, which I've been to mm-hmm. several times and it's definitely not as good as the music box of horrors. I'll say that much. There we uh, go. That was my question. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not. And this dude's kind of strange as well. Uh, so anyway, it kind of all made sense. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was just kind of interesting to to finally kind of get some backstory to what I've been curious about for several years now. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, that's that's the interesting stuff. Then then I went in and uh, started the marathon. So CJ, are you ready to go through the movies? Yes. All right. Well, let's dive in. Uh, the first one, CJ, you would have actually really enjoyed this. It was Messiest in Hell. I, I don't think I'm saying that right, but. 
the backstory behind this movie is that this is number 14 in a, I think, 34-part movie series from Italy. Whoa. This movie was released in 1925, and apparently this was a common thing that would happen back in the day where you would have like a returning character who would just do different things, kind of like Ernest Scared Stupid, right? Uh, yes. So curious to hear your thoughts on that one. <laughs> that's the last one. We'll get to it a little bit. Uh, but yeah, so Masiste is is the main character in this, and this is the only horror entry in all of those other movies, apparently. Uh, and when they were introing it, he's like, by the way, it's okay that you didn't see the previous 13 movies before this. <laughs> Good to uh, know. Yes. But it's a silent movie. And they oh, okay. had uh, Max McGathy, who who has done some live scores uh, for these other silent films in the past. Uh, but he brought with him a full band this time. Whoa. And they did that's like, cool. a, like, a, like a hard rock metal score to this. Dang. It was so loud. And the drums <laughs> were rocking. And it was awesome, man. It was so cool. Yeah. That sounds amazing. Uh, it was it was a great way to kick it off. Anytime they would like go to hell in the movie, they would they would like get really gritty and like loud and it was, oh, it, was it was a great way to start and I uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, loved it. It was so cool. Masiste did make it out of hell, just so you know. Oh, okay, good. Uh, I was worried. Yeah, I know. The, the if there was a theme for these movies this time, it was probably like hell cuz mm. half of these movies have to do with hell. Anyway, so that was movie number one. Movie number two, Night of the Hunter, an older movie, not really a horror movie. Meg showed up for this one. Nice. And Meg was actually there for 10 full hours of movies Jeez. this time, uh, which was awesome. And Cameron yeah. dropped by for a couple, too. Awesome. Uh, friend of the show, Cameron. But uh, yeah, Night of the Hunter, eh, nothing to write home about. Not really a horror movie, more of just a thriller mm. uh, from 1955. Okay, moving on. I'm going to try to keep it keep this a little shorter this year because I feel like I last year just droned on and on about different movies that no one cares about. So I'll just sit on the the important things. Uh, next one, 3.40 p.m., third movie, Hellbound, Hellraiser 2. CJ, I know you've seen this before. Oh, yeah. Tell us your thoughts. Uh, Hellraiser is kind of my boy. Uh, a big <laughs> fan. Um, I actually who's Hel- helped. Who's, who's Hellraiser? You know, the person with the spiky face. <laughs> CJ's name's Pinhead. Yeah, that's, that's it. not Hellraiser is not a person. I don't. I don't think. No, he goes by that's his nickname. It's Pinhead, aka Hellraiser, aka Hellraiser. <sighs> yeah, you right. didn't know that. Uh, man, you're a bigger fan than me, so I, I'll take your word for it. Yeah, these are my favorite. Um, <laughs> they go to hell. I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they do. Good job. Yep, yeah, this yeah. movie. They they go to hell. Keep it with the theme, like I said. Meg and I had had watched uh, Hellraiser in preparation for this because she had never seen it before, uh, and then watched Hellraiser two. Which one's better? You know, it's hard to say. Hellraiser one is maybe a little more straightforward. Hellraiser two is like they're running through hell and there's no real plot. So <laughs> I guess Hellraiser one. I, I think I answered my own question. Yeah, I forgot to mention I've been writing some. Uh, reviews. I haven't gotten through my letterbox backlog yet for all of these movies, but uh, for some of them uh, I've written uh, reviews for and kind of put a, a CJ whether or not you would like them. Uh, oh, nice. So this one, I my review is no plot, but still enjoyable and weird. CJ, too much goop. <laughs> too much goop. Too much. I don't goop mind for some you. goop. There's a lot of goop. A lot of like bloody pussy goop. I don't know. All right, pus is bad. I don't mind blood though. Gore's fine. Okay. There's like people who like don't have skin, so they're like goopy. 
I don't know. Gotcha. Uh, anyway, that was fun. And then I think I, I took a quick step outside and uh, called in to check in. So let's uh, let's take a listen to that. Hey, CJ, it's Ken. Uh, got through three movies, and there's a dog barking. I don't know if you can hear that. Uh, <laughs> both uh, Meg and Cameron are here, friends of the show. Uh, and yeah, it's going pretty well. All right, I'll check back in and maybe uh, three more movies. All right, bye. Love it. Full of energy, positive, excited. No yes. Just, we're riding it's, up the roller coaster. It feels like you're going up and up and up. Feels good so far. Can't wait to hear where you land. Absolutely. And, you know, to give myself credit, I've sat through three whole movies at this point, and I still yeah. have that much energy. So, you know. True. Uh, it's, it's, but I, I recognize the uh, marath- literal marathon of this. Uh, but yeah, CJ showed up, or sorry, not CJ, Cameron. Cameron showed up in the middle of Hellraiser and had no idea what was going on. Um, <laughs> He had never been to the music box before. That was his first time there. Oh, wow. Yeah. I was surprised. I I thought I had been with him before, but no, yeah, he had never been before. And he was kind of ooing and aahing over the music box theater of it and the yeah. twinkly lights in the sea atmosphere. But yeah, so then we got to the weirdest movie of the entire marathon. It's only 38 minutes long. It's called Computer Hearts. It okay. was the world theatrical premiere of it because it was just a video that was like online that they found the creators of and were like, hey, can we fill this at our festival? <laughs> so, uh, wow, I'm not sure how to describe this movie without like offending people probably, but the, um, the, the way that this movie was introduced was this is the computer fucking movie. Ah, so yeah, that probably gives people an idea there's this this guy he lives in a apartment with his fiance and he uh is like basically falling in love with this like online chat bot waifu thing and uh it slowly starts to morph into more human parts uh the computer becomes a literal female sex organ at one point and uh anyway yeah i've already <laughs> I've already said what this movie is. So yeah, it was that, that thing went on for several minutes of no talking and just that. And it was the weirdest fucking thing. And the audience was dying laughing and <laughs> in uncomfortableness. Uh, I've, I've just done a Google image search and yeah, this looks pretty interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you're curious, I'm sure it's online for free. Uh, so feel free to look up computer hearts. It's uh it's a wild ride, but they had the uh, star and, the co-director in attendance for a Q and a afterwards. Oh, nice. Which was, which was really interesting. So the, the main actor in this film actually had transitioned since making this film, uh, into a woman. And then his counterpart, or I guess her counterpart who was a female also transitioned and they're still together, which was a really interesting story, but yeah, they still, they just make weird movies together. And then they, I don't know, we're just thrilled to be sharing it with an audience. So, nice. uh, yeah, really interesting. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, not much more to say about that. Uh, look it up if you want to know more, but that was the weirdest thing. Uh, and that was like the full, first full movie that Cameron sat through, and he's like, holy shit, what am I in for? <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Anyway, I felt a little bad for, for Cameron showing up for that, but uh, he did stick around for another movie afterwards. Uh, any questions on any of this, CJ? I don't, I don't want to just plow through here. A uh, question on that, like, can you just show up and buy, like, how does the ticket work? Can he, he just bought a ticket for the one movie 
So he, I don't know. There was a little confusion. He had told me earlier on, like a few weeks ago, that he had bought his own ticket. But you have to buy it for the whole time. It's a twenty-four hour ticket. You can come or come and go. You get like a wristband. You can come and go as you want. Um, But the ticket ticket's really cheap. It's like twenty-five bucks for the whole day. Oh, dang! Thirteen movies. So it's totally affordable. um, Which is probably why it sells out like every year, pretty early. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, apparently he hadn't bought a ticket. Luckily, I had an extra one, so I gave him that. Oh, it was a little scary when he got there. He's like, "Hey, so what's up?" I'm like, "What's up?" Just just give him your ticket. And he's like, "I don't I don't have one." I'm like, shit, dude. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm like, I, luckily, I'm we're good. But damn. Uh, anyway, it worked out. So let's get to the next movie. The next movie was Blood for Dracula. This is the I said this la- uh, last week, I believe. This is the follow-up to Fresh for Flesh for Frankenstein. I think you guys might have thought I was kidding, but yeah. that was a literal other movie uh, with the, basically the same cast and same director uh, that they made right before this, uh, Blood for Dracula. My guess is, though, if you were to ask Dracula, he's like, well, all blood is for me. I'm Dracula. Yeah, exactly. But that is actually not true. In this movie, Dracula can only drink virgin blood. Mm, or, okay. or as they say in the movie, word words in blood because he's got a thick uh austrian or german accent or something uh, Transylvanian <laughs> accent I don't, no it wasn't that it was oh, something okay. else it's uh definitely not uh accurate by any means uh but yeah udo kier do you know him if you do a quick google search of him i'm sure you recognize his face he's a well-known character actor uh, he's the star of this and flesh fresh ugh, flesh for frankenstein he was also in Blade, actually, for a little bit, too, which will be coming up in a, a couple of movies. He does look a little familiar. Right. He is German, so that makes sense. He's German. Okay. Yes. So, yeah, he was he was in attendance. He watched the movie with us. He said he hadn't seen it in, like, 30 years. And then did, they did a great Q&A with him afterwards that went on for much longer than I think they expected. But, like, he just kept wanting to talk about the movie. Uh, and he's like, you flew me out here. Like, let, let's keep talking about it. So, anyway, it was it was really good. He clearly uh, had a great time, uh, and I think this was Meg's favorite movie of the entire uh, ones oh. that she saw, at least. So I would say check it out. It was a lot of fun watching with an audience. It's really funny. I probably wasn't intended to be funny at the time, but it was uh, kind of one of those movies that if you watch now, you're you're gonna definitely laugh at because <laughs> he was also in it. Ace Ventura: Pet Detective. <laughs> oh dang. <laughs> So then after that was Devil Times Five. Oh, hold on. Got to read my reviews. I got to circle back. Oh, yeah. Wait, let me, let's see what my review for Computer Hearts was. Wow. Probably the most explicit thing I've ever seen in a theater. Most memorable th- memorable thing I saw at the marathon. CJ, maybe for giggles because it's short. <laughs> I don't know if you're going to watch this, though. Like, I don't know. I don't think probably not. No. Uh, and then uh, Blood for Dracula. A lot of fun. Udo Kier was in attendance. I already talked about all that. All right. For CJ, maybe with friends. Okay. Like I said, yeah. It's it's good to watch with people to laugh at, I think. All right. Devil Times 5. There's some children who escape a mental asylum and kill some other people. It's fine. It wasn't that good. They try to show all of these things in 35 millimeter, like actual film reel prints when they can. And they nice. went way out of their way to get a film reel for this movie. And it was like in awful condition. Like oh. it's supposed to be in color, but it was so faded. Everything was pink. Oh um, no! Yeah, so that was yeah. It kind of added some atmosphere to it, but it was it wasn't that good of a movie anyway. So, 
Let's see what I wrote about that. Overall enjoyable, typical 70s horror. CJ might enjoy with an audience. Wow, I seem to be repeating myself. This is great. This is awesome to listen to. I'm really glad you guys are sticking with this. this is- <laughs> you can tell your mind is fading that if you're just writing the same review. <laughs> like, uh, right. You can tell also because I stopped writing the reviews at a certain point. Too. I'm like, <laughs> too I don't have the energy to do this. All right, so then we get to Blade, which... Have you seen Blade? No. I hear it's good, though, right? Okay. I hadn't seen it either. Yeah. I. It's one of those movies that's like mainstream, right? Mm-hmm. But I had never seen it before. I did doze off a little bit during this <laughs> just because it's it started at like 11, 10 at night. So, yeah, you've uh, already been there for 13 hours. And it's a two-hour movie. And Sheesh. I was like, oh, my God, I can't do this anymore. But um, from what I remember, it was very good. <laughs> I did stay awake from the beginning and the end at least, uh, which was cool. There's a lot of great action sequences um but you i'm sure cj you would like it Uh, yeah i should watch it my review was i can't believe i haven't seen this before and for cj you must have seen this before (laughs) so nope guess not i guess i was wrong but yeah they're gonna that's part of the they're gonna like reboot that with the mcu right like they've already teased at that yeah did they announce who's gonna be blade uh i'm going to butcher his name all right Uh, we'll move on (laughs) Mahershala Ali. Oh, wait. I think I do know who that is. Uh, I mean, the thing I know him from is the 4400, which is a sci-fi TV show. I wonder if Cameron's seen that. Um, what else has he been in? He's been in some other bigger things. He's too. been in Luke Cage. but Really? That's that, messy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because that's He's Cameron been in <laughs> Green Book, Moonlight, Swan Song, True Detective. And then, yeah, mm. he like pops up at in Eternals when we get like a sneak peek at Blade. Oh, really? Interesting. Yeah, the po- okay. one of the post credits of Eternals. That's one I haven't seen. I I feel like I try so hard, well I don't try that hard, but it's in, it's literally impossible to keep up with all the Marvel stuff at this point. No, it's not. We'll, we'll talk <laughs> we'll talk about that more next week maybe. But yeah. I I am having a hard time keeping up. There's there's a lot of stuff. Like that needs to be the only thing I'm watching basically if if I want to be up to date. Yeah. Uh all right, so we got through Blade. I had dozed off a little bit, and I was like, you know what? Probably a good time to call back in. So uh, let's take a listen to the second voicemail I left. Hey, Siege, it's Ken. It's uh, maybe 1 a.m. at this point. I'm over halfway done. Took a little baby nap during Blade, but uh, feeling good. And, uh, yeah, all right, I'll check in, and I'm sure I'm going to sound just the same. Okay, bye. <laughs> I like too that you're you're holding a phone and you're like I think it's this time of day I have no idea. <laughs> it's up to my face, CJ. I can't see it. I'm <laughs> yeah. talking to you. <laughs> so already losing it. <laughs> Don't know yeah. what time it is. Uh, it was dark. I love like you're in a dark. casino. There's no t- like no lights or windows or clocks. So you exactly. have no idea. It's very confusing. It's, it is a little disorienting, like going in during the day, coming yeah. out at random times, and it's night or day or i don't know what the fuck's going on um but yeah so the next two movies i tried to at least tried to stay awake through because i was interested in them uh this is at this one the times are a little off but it started around 1 20 a.m uh and it was called twilight syndrome colon dead go round great name uh it was an amusement park themed one so i assume it's a take on like merry-go-round but like dead go round this one's interesting because it's this was part of two movies that were released for the Nintendo DS. 
What? As a tie-in to a Nintendo DS game called Twilight Syndrome. Uh, huh. Very strange. I, I looked up the Wikipedia for it. It was uh, an interesting read, but yeah, somehow they got a digital copy of it and showed it at the music box uh, of this one specifically. The The plot is like there's the game maker for Twilight Syndrome has like a real life game to put some players to pit each other against and uh, with deadly consequences. Uh, and people die off at a music park. That's pretty much it. Um, it's, it's mean Japan or something. I'm not, I'm not sure. It's a foreign film. Um, only 71 minutes long. It was interesting. I don't know. Uh, the fact that it was for the Nintendo DS and like the Nintendo DS itself was like built into the story kind of made it unique. I think. Yeah. Um, that's fascinating. I know. Um, anyway, it was fine. I liked it. <laughs> uh, and then at 2.45 a.m., they had Idle Hands. Nice. Which we've talked about on the show before. Really great. I remember I remember when we talked about it on the show, I gave it a lower score than I think I was planning to because it had some problematic like aging elements, like um, yeah. you know, some, some poor language. Yeah. Um, you gave... I, by the way, Idle Hands did not realize this. Episode 15... Wow, that early. Yeah, you gave it a six, and I also gave it a six, and Zach from the Have To Podcast gave it a seven. Okay, I, I, for the record, want to amend that score. I've seen it, I think, at least twice since we recorded that episode. Um, Once in another horror festival with Mm -hmm. the director in attendance, which was a lot of fun to see. Um, he had some great stories and he had this, like a short video of like behind the scenes making of footage that he showed that's not available anywhere. That was really cool. And then, yeah, seeing it here as well, just confirmed my current rating for this movie is a 8.5. Wow. It is a good movie. I recommend it. Look, it's made in 1999. Some of the language didn't age very well. Yeah. You know, just like just about every movie from that era. Yeah. Look, you know, you're not gonna be able to watch anything before a certain points if you're gonna, you know, be worried about stepping on eggshells about everything. I I understand it is it is offensive in today's day and era for certain things. And again, they're one off comments. They're not like a major plot point or anything. So I'm not gonna let that detract too much from my rating. I'm letting it detract a half point. So <laughs> This movie's a lot of fun. It's like great cast. It's really funny. And I think this, I'm going back to it. I think this is one of the best movies to watch on Halloween. Mm. Uh, if whether you're at home alone or with people, it's a, it's 92 minutes, tight 92 minutes. It's a good, fun Halloween movie. You know, I've been sort of wondering if we should do like a revisit month or something like that. Like go back to super you know early movies. That's a great idea. Yeah, movies that deserve another shot. Because right? I think, like, I, I know, I, I think I can speak for both of us. Of like, we have changed a lot <laughs> over <laughs> the time of recording this. Uh, I know, and I'm sure I would have, yeah, like different opinions on movies now, and maybe not take them so seriously, or like, yeah, to realize, like, oh, this is just supposed to be a fun movie. Like, right? you're not supposed to take this seriously. All right, let's 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 get a running list together of like four movies. We can each pick two or something. I uh, do you have any movies like while we're talking about it off the top of your head you're thinking about? No, but I'm like I I would probably want to just choose 
movies from episode like one through 50, like super okay. early stuff okay. to see if we would uh, react differently this time. Two, two movies that are popping out in my head. I don't know if one of them qualifies or not, but I'm good, good to know that Idle Hands does because I think that would be a good one. The other is Shin Godzilla. I think you need to give that another shot. That's right. I gave that a four. <laughs> <laughs> what, do you know what number that was? Uh, that was episode 37. Okay, that applies. Yeah, you gave it a uh, nine well, we'll and a half. see if there's any others, though. <laughs> insane. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe if we get some guests who might be interested in these, it might uh, help things, too. Right. Um, maybe National Treasure, episode 39, we both gave it in the five range. Already, I'm like, no way, that's a five. That's a fun movie. <laughs> yeah, I think I think I need to... Some, yeah, you're right. I think some of these things you need to go in with the right mindset. Mm-hmm. I think I was going into that, and I'm like, oh, fuck, it's National Treasure. <laughs> it's placed on TBS all the time, and I guess I'll watch it. Yeah. Uh, they're making a new, another National Treasure, too. That, that might be a good one to talk about. Yeah. Is it a show or a movie? Oh, I don't know. I, I'd assumed it was a movie, but I, I guess I don't know. I don't think Nicholas no, yeah, Cage is it's, involved, though. It's a show. Huh. National Treasure colon Edge of History. Okay. A one-season show. I wonder if uh, Nicholas Cage even makes a cameo or not. I would hope so. It's going to be on Disney+. Plus. That's right. It okay. airs in December. Oh, oh soon. Okay, yeah. interesting. All right, CJ, we got four more movies to crank through. Let's do it. Next movie, Killing a Satan. I slept through most of it. It was really bad. It, it was a movie uh, that was from, like, I don't know, somewhere in South America, I'm assuming. I, I don't I, – it was not – it was clearly dubbed. It was bad. I don't even know what the plot was. Some dude has, like, powers from God, and he fights Satan with them, and they're, like, awful, awful special effects. Zero out of ten. Slept through most of it. No regrets. Uh, CJ, you would have no patience for it. So this is where I begin to injure myself slowly, uh, where I am trying to sleep in these god-awful chairs. Uh-huh. I, I bring like a seat cushion to these things because the chairs are, again, the worst. Uh-huh. Um, and to sit on it upright is fine. It's great. But again, no neck support or anything. So if you want to sleep, you either have to prop up a pillow or something to try to bend over sideways and rest your head on something, anything. Mm-hmm. So the person next to you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, everyone, I'm, I'm alone at this point. I will, I will call out Meg left after uh, blood for Dracula, I think. And so did Cameron. Um, so I'm alone at this point. So the seat next to me is empty. I try to lean over it. I, I no longer am sitting on my seat cushion because I want to sink down lower and I use the seat cushion, I fold it over, and I try to use that as a pillow on like the top part of the next seat. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, and yeah, anyway, I'm straining my back as I'm trying to sleep, and uh, it's the worst. Uh, and I do that for the next three movies. So here we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, actually, I, I did take a break because I needed to stretch my legs and my back after that. So I stepped outside, and I, uh, I called into the podcast again. Hey, so you just can. It's about 6.30 in the morning. I got so three more to yeah. go. This, is, this sucks. So <laughs> I, uh, all right, that's it. Bye. <laughs> short short to the point. My patience yeah. has worn thin at this yeah. point. <laughs> Quite a difference between that and the last voicemail. I'm li- literally physically straining to sleep at this, and I, it's the worst. Um, especially having sat through that awful movie. Like, 
the fact that the fact that I wasn't really missing anything so that I could sleep was nice, but at the same time, I'm like, I wish it was something interesting. I don't know. Yeah. Um, this The previous movie, The Killing of Satan, and the next two, they called the sleaze block. <laughs> so, like, a block of movies that are all, like, sleazy, meaning, like, shitty, or, like, have nudity for no reason, or, yeah. I don't know. So, it, the next movie started at, like, 6.30 a.m. It's called The Oracle. I... Don't remember what this movie is. What what is this movie? Wow, I literally don't remember it. This is wild. <laughs> You're that tired. Okay. Yeah, I tried to sleep through most of this movie too. Uh it I don't know. I can't tell you a plot. We're gonna move on. 8 15 a.m. starting to come back a little bit. This one's called Flesh Eater. Have you heard of the uh Night of the Living Dead? See? Yeah. Like the the original zombie movie, right? Like huge movie, everyone knows it, black and white. The first zombie that shows up in that movie, the actor who played him uh, decided, hey, Night of the Living Dead is still in the public domain. I'm going to rip it off and make my own zombie movie and play another zombie. Mm. Uh, So I I don't, I mean, I guess this technically could be part of that canon because he plays another zombie. But uh, yeah, it's, it's basically a random series of zombie attacks with very little connective tissue. And lots of breasts for no reason. Uh, okay. Yep. Meg came back, though, in the middle of this. So she got to catch the middle and end of it. And it. Uh, I'm sure she was, was thrilled by that. Yeah. No, absolutely. Especially since the ending just, like, draws out for 30 minutes for no reason. Uh, horrible movie. Not good. Uh, two out of ten. You would hate it. No, right. no time for that. All right. CJ, before we get to the final movie. Any questions, comments, concerns? I mean, a concern for your health, for sure. (laughs) Yeah. Your mental state, but other than that, no. All right. So to help out my mental state, the final movie is, of course, Ernest Scared Stupid. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. I had never seen any Ernest movie before. CJ, have you seen a lot of Ernest movies? No, I don't think so. No. Any? I don't think so. If if I have, it was probably in like middle school and I don't remember. Okay. I didn't even know like what his stick was. Obviously, he, I know he's like funny for children. Kind of was what all I knew. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, no, it was actually it's a pretty good movie. I mean, especially for I guess what was supposed to be a kids' movie, but it was. I mean, it definitely wasn't scary or anything, but at least it was enjoyable to watch, and it, mm-hmm. it was kind of funny at parts. Maybe because I hadn't slept in twenty four hours or yeah, whatever. But uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. Uh, I'd give it a. I'd give it a six point five. Uh, okay, that's not bad. It's not bad, right? I'd watch it again. It was good. Nice. That's it. Then we all went inside, and everyone who had been there the whole time took a picture together. And uh, yeah, and I called into the podcast and uh, went home and slept. But yeah, before I slept, this <laughs> this is what I had to say. This is always my favorite part, the last voicemail. <laughs> hey, CJ, it's Ken. I did it. I probably sound better than last year just because I did sleep through a good portion of this one, but... Uh, yeah, anyway, I did it, so that's it. All right, love you, bye. <laughs> so that might be a little anticlimactic. I know you were really hoping I was going to sound like death, but... Uh, <laughs> like last year, yeah. Yeah. That you, like, called from a car, I think, you were sleeping in. I had lit- I'd forgotten to call in last year, and I yeah, after sleeping for, like, five minutes, I was like, fuck, I gotta call in. <laughs> um, no, this was better. I, I don't know. It probably was a combination of both 
well, definitely, you know, actively trying to sleep through some of these movies, even though I didn't really get full sleep and being with other people, right? Yeah. Like Meg came for the end of this and then, you know, Meg and Cameron were, were there for part of the beginning. So I don't know, it just kind of made it more of a enjoyable and, and better experience, I guess. Um, and now the question everybody wants to know, are you going again next year? I don't know. <laughs> Here, here's the thing. I Last year, I know I, I felt pretty down and I was like, I don't think I can do it again. Mm-hmm. Clearly I can. Yeah. Um, with, with the help of like figuring out a way to get at least a little bit of shut eye. I think that was key. But the fact that half of the movies in the morning were not worth seeing. Yeah. Makes me question, is it worth it? Right? And I, I want to remind you too, you can go and not stay for the full 24 hours. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, maybe next year, I, I think it all depends. I think it depends on what movies they are. Yeah. I think I'll maybe do a little more research into what they are, uh, especially the early morning ones. Yeah. And maybe decide, is it worth it to stay the whole time or is it maybe make more sense to go for... A, a large chunk of it, but then maybe right. like around 1 a.m. drive home yeah. and sleep. Or, you know, I, I could still even maybe come back in the morning if there's something early morning that I want to see. But Exactly. Yeah, I don't know. It, it was not – it was cool to see Idle Hands, which unfortunately, you know, if I wanted to st- do that this time, I would have had to stay through 4 a.m. Oh, yeah. So I don't know. It's tough. And especially since I don't live in the city anymore, it's not that easy to do. So Right. Yeah. Yeah. A lot to consider. I love this. I mean, this is like my Christmas, right? I love right, going yeah. to this thing, but it's uh, it's tough. And especially when they show some movies that are just not for me. So I don't know. I had a good time overall, but it was tough. And I, I literally hurt my back. Yeah. Like for I the net, for most of this week, because I'm recording this uh, a week after this, uh, yeah. just, just boil the news. And all week, my back has been literally fucked up. Like I'm, I've been in pain. Like for one night I couldn't even sleep in bed. I had to sleep in a recliner because I couldn't sleep on my side because it Yeesh. was that bad. So I don't know. That's that alone is like, that's more lost sleep. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's <laughs> not know. great. Uh, not great. I don't know. I'm going to have to do some weighing next year. I think. Yeah. I'm getting older. This is getting harder. Yeah. Do some research, make yourself a sort of like a set list of like, okay, here's the ones I want to hit and then right. balance the, is it worth it or not? Or yeah, can you drive home, get some sleep, head back in the morning to finish it off? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, well, I think the real question is CJ next year, will you be attending? Depends on the movies. We'll see. Okay. There's no way in hell I'm ever doing the 24 hour marathon, <laughs> but I might, yeah, maybe I'll I'll pull a Cameron and show up for a few, few weird ones. Be very confused, <laughs> and then leave. They're a good time. I mean, yeah, especially the weird ones, right? Because they're not scary, right? And most of the audience, honestly, is laughing at them. So yeah. it's it's more of like a comedy experience. Um, yeah, and I think that's the way to see these is with a room mm-hmm. full of people. Like, there's no yes. way I'm gonna ever sit down by myself and watch any of these. But if I'm in that atmosphere, it's probably way more fun. Exactly. And I almost wonder that if, if that's what they were going for with the like quote unquote sleaze block, right? Like yeah. if those had been shown much earlier in the cycle when people actually had energy, would have they been movies to laugh at? Probably. I don't mm-hmm. know. But I, I think just no one had patience for that at that point. So <laughs> yeah, it's all mindset, but that's it. 
I did it. You did it. You're alive. I think the most thing I'm excited that came out of this podcast is for us to circle back and do a follow-up month. Yeah. I think that'd be fun, right? Right. Yeah. I think we're already in November, and then December is... I think we already have a couple of things planned for December. Yeah. So maybe maybe early next year we, we figure out a, a month to do that. Yeah. We can do January. Right. It's like a new year, but we're going back in time. Yeah. Exactly. New year, time to to reevaluate, take stock, and mm-hmm. see if some of these movies are actually good. Yeah. And we already hinted at it. We talked about Marvel a bit already, but next week we will be doing another Marvel episode. We'll be discussing She-Hulk. Per usual, yes. we're going to keep reviewing anything they put out, I think. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Like I said, I'm trying to keep up with it. CG, I think you're better about having seen everything, but we'll yes. dive more into it next week. Um, but yeah, so yeah, tune in next week for Hulk and we'll, uh, we'll get to that. So CJ, do we have anything to plug at the end here? Follow us on all the things at OverTalkingPod. Go to our website, OverTalkingPod.party. You can type in the word of a movie, see if we've done it. If you have any suggestions for a revisiting month, let us know. They're all on that website. Uh, or email us, OverTalkingPod at gmail.com. Oh, no, they're here. Oh. <laughs> the OverTalking Overlords have arrived. They are our ghastly otherworldly landlords who show up at the end of every episode to remind me to remind you. If you like the show, please go on iTunes. No, Apple Podcasts. It's Apple Podcasts, people, or Spotify, or anywhere you listen to podcasts and rate and especially review. Reviews are what help people find out this podcast. Also, we spend enough money on advertising. Have you seen the Mario uh, trailer, CJ? We'll get to that in a second. Uh, <laughs> and uh, tell a friend and spread the word. We really appreciate it. Uh, thank you. No, I have not. I don't watch trailers. The, there's one point in the trailer um, where Mario, who's voiced by Chris Pratt, who's doing yeah. like a very vague Italian accent. Great. Um, he says, he, he's running off towards the Mushroom Kingdom. He says, here we come. And friend of the show, Jim Plackey, uh, we, we all work together. We're, we're, on a, we're on Slack together. And he he's like, that was my biggest problem. He's like, it's Mario. It should have been here we go, right? Yes. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. But he's, they say, no, here we come. Here like, we actively come. the wrong thing. <laughs> Jeez. Very upsetting. Anyway, short aside. <laughs> and as we always say, we'll see, bitch. Bye. Bye. This episode of the Overtalking Podcast was produced by Ken and CJ. Edited by CJ. Music by Justin Peters. Logo by Nate Richards. Check out Nate's work on Instagram at Nate Richards Designs.